Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Today, I am talking with Michelle, and we are talking all about our career journeys and how it has led us to where we're currently at. And I love what she's doing now with graphic design, and it's just going to be such a good conversation between the two of us. I'm really excited for it. So with that being said, Michelle, welcome into the podcast. So excited to have you here today. Thank you so much, Amy. I'm so excited to be here. I love meeting other moms that are doing it and making yeah. an impact on this world, which is awesome. Yes, because we are doing it. We're, we are proof that it yes. is possible. So before we dive in, tell us more about yourself, who you are, what you do, and who you serve. Okay, sounds good. My name is Michelle Barzalo, and I am currently the creative, the owner and creative designer behind Mommy Works Design Studio. At Mommy Works Design Studio, we empower high-achieving boss women by delivering top-tier graphic design services using our design brilliance framework. So we specialize in crafting professional, cohesive, and consistent marketing assets that bring brand visions to life which captivates customers and leaves a lasting impression, which is so important for any small business owners. Um, prior to this, we've been in business for almost three years now. Prior to this, I was actually a PA um, and I was specialized in technology and um, I loved it. Um, I It was my dream job at the time. And I had two babies and the second baby did a number of my body. <laughs> my body said, you know what? you can't do this anymore. And so I was forced to resign um, to take care of my health. Um, and at the end, it was a traumatic experience. It was hard. Um, I've always been independent. So I'm, I'm the first in my family to graduate high school, college, and grad school. So like there was always a lot of pressure. And to be like a PA, like I was a family doctor. So to have to stop working was really hard for me. Now I look back and I'm like, it was a blessing in disguise. Um, I was able to focus on my health. Um, I was able to be there for my children, my two girls. Um, since then, I've actually had two more kids. I have two pandemic babies, so I am a mom of four, <laughs> which also makes me the creative director of my house. Because um, to run a business from home with four kids, um, two older ones and two younger ones, you have to be creative. And I come up with things I don't know how, <laughs> but we make it work. Um, so I have, you know, I love, I have learned to accept that I am a stay-at-home mom. I'm a work-at-home mom. And I can guarantee you, you're probably going to see one of my four kids on a meeting if we have a meeting. So my clients get to know my family and I treat them like family because I care about their business and I love bringing their visions to life. Oh my gosh. I love that. And I can just tell your passion for it. You can just tell that you just light up when you're talking about it and to be there and be present and just the whole family experience it, you know it's something to be commended being a mom of four is not an easy feat i only have two you have double the number of children that i do and you're still making it work and i love that you said you know that's one of your superpowers is having that creativity to make it work and i really feel like that's part of what makes us phenomenal business owners as moms is we figure things out. We 
make it work day after day after day because just when you think everything's planned out guess what there's going to be a sick kid a kid that wakes up with this that the other you get something sent home from school you get the phone call from school it's life it is just chaotic but you are proof that it can work and you make it work so i absolutely love that and something else you said too with how you work with your clients back when you're telling us about what you do is consistency. And I think that is one of the most important things as business owners that we really need to be doing is being consistent. What are your, what's your take on that? I agree. It's, it's consistent, consistency that's going to, uh, as you showing up, that's going to leave that impression for your clients. And yeah. a lot of times, even if you can't show up physically or personally like what you post on your social media what you have on your website those consistent images the consistent colors the consistent copy the consistent voice that's what's going to attract your your clients you know because if you if you change it up or if you disappear for months on end you know they're not going to have that much trust um but if they see you with the same message and the same images like not the same images but you know what I mean like the same yeah, yeah. branding throughout the, the vibe images. yeah right the same vibe they're gonna that's what's gonna make them really get to know you and that's so important and that's actually part of my framework and what I do with my clients is you know um I I love what I do and in order for me to do what I do I need to know about your business so you can't come to me and say hey make me a, a picture and this is what I do and I'm gonna be like okay like Five million people do that. Let's make, let's find out what makes you special. So we actually sit and we talk and I get to know my clients. I get to know their business, kind of almost like it's my business. And one of the most rewarding things is when I'm working with my clients and I provide them with an asset, um, whether it's a social media image or a workbook, um, a lot of times I hear, wow, you, you brought it to life in a way that I wouldn't have thought of myself. And that's why it's important to have those an outside, like a graphic designer, an outside person. Cause when you're involved in it, and I will say this to myself, doing my own, I am horrible with doing my own work. Like, I cannot do my own work. I will sit there for hours on end trying to make my own design. But yeah, you come to me, you say, do this. I have it done like quickly. Like it's, yeah. it's so different. But that's what I really enjoy about what I do is like really getting to know the other clients, um, know their business and know and bring their vision to life. And once I'm able to do that, they're able to show up consistently and they come back and they're like, oh, do you know, like my engagement tripled because of the images that I've been posting, like and just hearing those comments and that feedback makes it so rewarding. But it also goes to show that, you know, consistency is important. Like it, it does matter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And just identifying things like that, that you really do the deep dive into with your clients is so key because yeah, it, you're right. It builds that know, like, and trust. And who do people buy from? They buy from people they know, like, and trust. So, I mean, that right there is gold. That's pure gold is having someone be able to give you that outside perspective and really help you to be more consistent so that you can succeed. Let's talk a little bit about your transition into entrepreneurship, because like you said, it, it, it wasn't easy going through that transition. But honestly, like I know for me, like there've been so many blessings in disguise. And I know you touched upon that too. So how, how did you navigate those feelings of guilt around it? Because I think we all do, whether it's your 
choice to leave or whether it's circumstances that force you to leave. I, it can be a monumentous life changing event in our lives. I mean, I even when I left, it was like, okay, well, wait, why are you leaving this stable career? You went to college, you had the degree, you have the <laughs> license. Like, what the heck are you doing? So how did You're you navigate <laughs> Right? Exactly. How did you go about navigating that? Because I know so many of us have been in that position or are going through that right now. It was really, really tough. Um, at first, like I, I was devastated because I've always been independent. I've always had to fight for what I have and I've always had to work really hard. So to finally achieve it and then lose it because of my health, like it was, I blame myself. Um, I felt kind of like not a shame but like you know could I take my care of myself more probably but I just I blame myself and I'm like okay so what am I gonna do like I can't sit here and I can't not do anything because I feel like it's a waste of my time but also in a marriage it's supposed to be a partnership and I felt guilty in putting all that weight on my husband like we lost my income it was a significant income to lose so we had to make lots of adaptations you know in regards to cutting things out and changing the way we do things and the frequency in which we travel and all that um, to maintain the finances. And I didn't want to do that. Um, and I'm like, there has to be something that I can do. So about after a year, I stopped working and my health was back together. Um, I was like, okay, I need to do something. And at that point, I had a almost one-year-old and a two-year-old. And I was like, I don't want to go back to, you know, the hospital. I don't want to go work in <laughs> work there and work from nine to five and then commute an hour each way and like not see my kids I had spent so much time with them I'm like nope nope not gonna happen and my husband agreed he was like you know what we you know I I like that you're here for them because he's in construction so he works like 12 14 hour days so it literally was just me and so I'm like all right so then I started um for their my daughter's first birthday my other one's third birthday they're a day, two years minus a day apart so I get to do one party which is awesome <laughs> So I, I actually, um, I always do a theme. I feel like I was a party planner in my past life, which which aids and like contributes to my creativeness um, in graphic design. And so I made this beautiful tutu dresses for them. And everyone was like, oh my God, that's amazing. You should, you should sell them. And I'm like, I could sell them. So I bought a boatload of supplies and I started making tutus and tutu dresses and I started selling them and they didn't move as fast as I wanted them to. And then I had, you know, a couple of people say, oh, you know, you're, that's a lot for a tutu. And I'm like, okay, first of all, let me break down how I'm pricing it. You know, it's supplies plus my time. I need to pay myself. So, and it's made with love. And someone, uh, a friend of mine was actually like, well, I can get it cheaper on Etsy. And I'm like, then go ahead. Like, it's not going to be the same quality. So that really turned me off. And I stopped like making the tutus and the tutu dresses. Um, I still have a whole bunch of supplies downstairs in my basement, but sh <laughs> my husband doesn't know. And then, so then I was like, all right. So then I tried network marketing and I've worked in hospitals my entire life. So since I was in high school, I've always worked in a hospital. I've never worked retail. I've never worked in sales. So network marketing was out of my comfort zone, but I was able to make like the bare minimum. So I lasted in that for like six years, seven years. Um, and it was something, it wasn't my what I was passionate about, but it was just getting, get, contributing just a little bit. Um, and then I met um, someone online and I was completely against social media before I had a business, but I knew I had to do it. 
Um, but I became friends with a lady I met online and she, we sat and we just had a heart to heart talk. And she's like, why don't you do this? Make a list of what you're good at and you know, what you love to do. And she's like, and narrow it down and keep narrowing it down until you find something that you can make a business out of or a career or something that's going to make you happy if you do it. And I'm like, all right. And so I did that. And I was like, it's graphic design. Like I've always done graphic design. Like I've been the go-to person for presentations, for flyers, for birthday cards, for everything, you name it. Oh, people always come to me since I was in high school. And so I'm like, uh, you know, like, this is what I want to do. And she's like, all right, you know what? Let's give it a test. Like to, she was a social media manager. She's like, I'm going to give you two captions and you make me an image. And I was like, okay. And I did. And she's like, you're hired. And I'm like, and that, and that was like, okay, this is what I was meant to do. This is what I was meant to do. And then I started talking to another friend of mine. She's like, I'm starting a business. You're hired. And I'm like, perfect. Like, so it just kept snowballing and people kept referring. And I've been very fortunate that a lot of my clients, not about majority of my clients have been through referral. So we talked about consistency before and I'm not that consistent on social media as I am ashamed to say, but referrals have kept me in um have kept my business running which is which I'm so grateful for um but once I was able to find the right time then it was trying to find the time to do it because at this point now like I'm a stay-at-home mom I'm a room mom from one kid I was volunteering with the PTA then I had two babies during COVID so it's not like now it's like okay so now I gotta watch the babies you know um I know too much and I'm with them 24 7 so I'm like okay this one I think has a speech delay so like it's like dealing with all those things and trying to just juggle it um and there is not easy I would not say by any means there are days where I cry there are days when I'm frustrated um but what I've learned most importantly um and a lot of it actually came through COVID was the extra help um after I had my last baby it caused my autoimmune to flare up really really bad to the point where I couldn't walk at times and like they had I was in a wheelchair for a couple days and you know I had a walker for some other time and I had to ask for help like I I just couldn't do everything myself and I had to let that go because a lot of times as mompreneurs we want to do everything ourselves we're like we can do it I can do it I can drop off three kids at three different schools at the same time why not like right right exactly and but the thing to remember too is just because we can doesn't mean we should. Should. Yeah. I mean, honestly, because yeah, we're all guilty of that. You are 100% correct. And those are the th- still to this day, the three hardest things for me to say are I need help. But thank you for saying that because it's a reminder that we all need. We need to be asking for help because. I mean, in looking at your journey, you know, when your health isn't there, nothing else can function. And as moms, we are in these these high roles in our family that we are the primary caretaker in many cir- mm-hmm. circumstances and sh- situations. But and it's easy; it's easy to put the blame game on on everyone else. And but until we really take control of our health, I mean, that's. That needs to be priority, but I love to your journey into entrepreneurship, how you just kept leaning in and hasn't it been beautiful in how it's built? And you said that you're not consistent. Well, you are, you are consistent because most of your, your business, you said is coming from referrals, which I think so many of us downplay the power of word of mouth advertising. I mean, that is still one of my highest um, revenue generators 
and lead generators is just from word of mouth and referrals and what you do, it pours into your clients so that they can be consistent so that they can continue to build their businesses. So I think what you are doing is absolutely amazing. And I appreciate that because you with myself too, like I also started a business during the pandemic Mm -hmm. and I started one thing and it was in doing that, that I I was like, oh my gosh, people are coming to me now. They're asking me, well, how do you start a business? You don't, you come from a healthcare career. How do you know how to do this? And it's like, well, I've just, you know, tried a bunch of things and it's growing. It's, you know, scaling. I had a mentor. I, I, you know, took all the courses. I had, you know, this, that, and the other. But it's just doing, it's taking action and just really trying different things. And in the process of that, I found out I really like teaching other women how to build their businesses. So, you know, it was pivoting completely away from that original thing, just like you did with the tutus. And isn't it crazy looking back how everything has worked out exactly the way it should? Like, it's just wild. It it is wild. It's crazy. And it's like, you know, I never, and it's funny because like when I was younger, I was like, I am going to be a forensic pathologist. I'm going to be the next Henry Lee. Like that was my goal in life. Like that's what I wanted to do. Like as morbid as it could be, like that's what I wanted to do. And life happened. I got into a big car accident. I had to pivot. So I became a PA specialized in pathology. It wasn't the, you know, MD degree that I wanted, but it also wasn't the 12 years of studying. Um, It was, you know, two years and I was done and I could do the same thing. Um, So I've had to make a lot of big pivots and a lot of, um, adapting to the situation and I would have never said I'm going to own my own business and be a graphic designer but the other important aspect of it too for me is the fact that I have a nine-year-old and an 11-year-old girl girls um, I also have a three-year-old girl and a one-year-old boy but they're still you know toddlers but my older ones like they look at me and they they're looking to me as their role model like they see me and I tell them I'm like it's not hard it's not easy it's hard like when they're having trouble with their homework or they're having an issue at school, I'm like, do you think me starting my business was easy? I'm like, I'm learning every day. And from the beginning, because of our financial situation, I couldn't invest in mentors or coaches or anything. So I relied a lot on Google and, you know, three B's and three workshops. And now I got to a point where I could invest in a mentor and I did that for a while. And now I invested in a mastermind and a coach and it helps dramatically. But I didn't let the fact that I didn't have the finances in place stop me. Like there was like, I managed to find out how to do it. And I think that's important too. A lot of times women will self, have that self-doubt and be like, well, I can't do it now. I don't have this. I don't have that. There's a quote, and I forgot who says it, but I know I just saw it somewhere on Instagram, but it's like, you have to start before you're ready um, or else you're never going to start. And that's one thing I learned as well. Um, and I'm, I'm glad I did. And like I said, it's not easy. There are days when I'm like, man, I wish I had a business degree or man, I wish I could do this. But then I'm like, you know what? I know what I'm doing. My clients are happy. Um, they're referring me. So I just keep playing that in my head to like bat away the imposter syndrome that pops up every now and then. But it's so important to know that we, we, we're we badass women. Like we can multitask. We can do things. Like we, as long as we have the will and drive, we can do it. But then we also have the kids that are watching us. So just to show them that and show them like, okay. And I tell my girls, I was a PA. Because when they get sick, I go into PA mode. Like, they know the whole drill. <laughs> but I'm like, I was a PA, and I, you know, start checking everything. But I'm like, I transitioned, and now I started my own business. And now because I started my own business, we can do this. Or I could buy the bigger car that I needed because I have four kids. Like, you know, like, so it's all those little things. And being able to show them is what keeps me going. Like, And so I refuse to fail um, because I refuse to, to have them 
say, oh, I refuse to give up because I don't want them to give up when, when in their exam. Not fail, because I mean, I failed before, but um, I refuse to give up. So that way I can show them like, you just got to keep on going and it'll fall and things will fall into place. Oh, that is absolutely beautiful because yes, as moms running our businesses, we are modeling for our kids. Like you can do anything. And guess what? If you've made a decision to, you know, you had a degree in something, you you changed your mind or life handed you a different set of circumstances. It's okay. Like, look at what you're instilling for them. Look what the, the amazing woman they're looking up to. I mean, it's one thing to say it, but it's another thing to see it over and over and over. And that's one of my biggest inspirations is my kids too, because I know they're paying attention. And even my youngest was telling me the other day, she's like, mom, I love how you're there for us now. I love how you can get us on and off the bus. And she's like, you know, you're really showing me how to learn confidence. I'm working on being more confident. And I mean, this is coming from a seven year old. I love it. They're always paying attention. And I love how you said too, you know, you, yes, it's nice to be able to hire and do these certain things, but yes, you can find anything you need to know on the internet. The problem is, is I think we forget to implement. We get so in our heads that we just, we forget it's not the knowledge. It's actually applying the knowledge because I don't know about you, but once I graduated from college, got licensed, it was like, okay, oh my gosh, what am I doing now? It wasn't until, and this is even after going through, you know, clinical work, like, no, it's doing it over and over and over and over. It's in the doing that you learn, in the doing that you adapt. And that right there is, is just beautiful because we tell ourselves stories, we get in our heads, the imposter syndrome kicks in and we shut down. But the regain control of that mindset, you can create anything your little heart desires. Exactly. And I love, I love that too. Cause like there are times when imposter, imposter syndrome kicks in and I'm like, okay, I can't deal with it. But then I've learned, okay, it's okay. Take a break, step away from it. You know, nice. binge, binge something on Netflix, go to sleep early, like have a drink, like, like just do something to relax and then come back to it the next day. So I like to give it at least 24 hours before I come back to it. Because like you said, it gets tough with the four kids and like, you know, if two are sick at the same time and then one has a field trip and like, it's, it's a lot so you have to learn to definitely um take a break and then the other thing I teach is I actually get my older ones involved as well so if I'm working on a design um my mind just flows with the like, ideas so I'll make a couple designs and I'll bring them in and like okay this is what I have to do which one do you like best and so like they become mini experts and they're like that's too crowded no you know oh, I don't like that color like you know they so I'm teaching them at the same time and they're my you know, my second pair of eyes kind of thing. So it's making it a family thing as well, like just to get them involved so they can see. Um, but yeah, it's really, it's, it's re- really making those adjustments and making like those, you know, going with the flow. Like at first I was scared when I was meeting with clients to have my kids pop in, but now I'm like, you know what? Hey, say hi, you know? <laughs> right, exactly. And any mom will totally get that. They get it. And that's what I love about working with moms. We get each other. And it's so important to have fun with it because this is your business and you can run it in whatever way works best for you. Michelle, oh my gosh, this was so great. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. Where can we learn more about you? 
Well, thank you first. Um, first, thank you for having me on. Um, it's been a great conversation and I love to um, interact with another medical professional who made a career change into something completely not related, which is awesome. <laughs> but I can be found at my website. It's www.mommyworks. That's M-A-M-I works.com. Um, I'm in, on Instagram at um, mommyworks, M-A-M-I underscore works. And I'm also on LinkedIn um, by my name, Michelle Barzalo. Um, and those are the best ways to catch me. Um, the website, Instagram are my main main hangout spots. Um, and then LinkedIn as well. So, oh, And be on the lookout. I'm currently rebranding, so I'm really excited about that. So um, by the time this episode airs, it's going to be a new website, new information, new, um, new offers. Um, I have three main offers that I offer. Um, one of them is a 12-month retainer program um, where one of the things I, I found is that building that trust with the client. So once having a client, once you have a graphic designer on your team for a year, they get to know your brand, learn your brand. So it's doing um, social media posts, um, any big projects that they have. So it's like basically a graphic designer for a year. I have a event launch package. So we have an event coming up. Um, I have your graphics for the event. And then there's also just a la carte items if you're looking for a la carte options as well. Um, so don't hesitate to reach out. Um, I love chatting. I love chatting with other women and supporting other women as well. Oh, so good. Thank you again, Michelle. I really do appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to share your value with our listeners. Thank you. And until next time, mamas, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 